Welcome back to the Mailing Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Lodge in Austin, Texas. Sally is out this week. Filling in for her is Brett Scarryman. What's, What's up, up? What's up? What's up? Hey, guys. How we doing, fam? I'm, I'm great. Good to be here. The uh, the marine layer appears to have burned off. Might get a rain sesh. Rain, ooh, range sesh. Range sesh. Rain Talking sesh. golf. Yeah. I might do that later. How do you feel about the Christmas pick we just took as I a company? I haven't seen it yet. I how, how do you feel options. how it went though? Like you know, you're on the other side of the camera, obviously. But can I be honest with you? Yeah, I wish it was Christmas year. Like I wish we went to Hobby Lobby and just posted up. Okay, took a pick, but okay. that's okay. It, it'll work. There were skis in we it. We did it in the lodge, though. I mean, We'd, there's something to be said for that. Yeah, it was in the lodge. Yeah. It's gonna be fun when. Uh, spoiler alert: uh, when people get their merchandise, and might have a little surprise in there. How about that? Uh, we have Sally's husband here on the boards, working the ones and twos. What's up, Will? How it's we your doing? boy, Mr. Perfect Game. He's back. Dude, stop saying that, He's man. back. You put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah, last time I uh, said I was going to do a perfect game, I actually didn't record Dylan's audio. So maybe I should take a step back. Which is, I feel like something you should do each time. Normally, it's better if the host has their mic on. Yeah. Hmm. Normally, yeah, yes, we figured that part out. I will say, you guys are you guys are way more into teasing stuff than I am. You guys love teasing. When it comes to uh, like new merch and things well, like that, it's an important part of foreplay. Well, no, I, I see. I'm I'm the kind of guy that's just like bam. Oh shit! There you but go. But then, what if they miss it? What if they miss it? Well, they shouldn't miss it. They should be in tune with Wash Media at all times. Brett is a big a big fat tease. But you're man. a big fat teaser too. Am I? Yeah, you like teasing. I think I just I just piggyback on his tease. You were like teasing, like circling back before we even had a media. Oh company. yeah, I could I couldn't I was like, keep Dude, it Dylan, in. Stop. I legit couldn't keep it in. I mean, I did, but it was really hard. <laughs> I wanted to just like, we got a pipe coming, but couldn't do it. People were figuring it out though. They it, was, know. it was a fun time they know. in our lives. They can't, no exciting. one can keep us out the stew for that long. Yeah. No. Stu was just calling our name, man. That's exciting. Begging for us. Yeah. Well, it's good to be here. I, Brett reminded me that I've only been on uh, one episode with you before. Yeah. It's, it, this is, we're going to have a great time. Yeah. This is, this is a crew that doesn't often sit in for the mailing. I'm excited. It's wild, man. Yeah. How about that? I might crack a beer. What do you guys think? <clears throat> I bet you won't. Should I do it? I bet you won't. I might do it. You, you cre- no, you won't do it. I'm, I'm going to do it. Dude, do it. There's a beer not ten feet from you right now. Oh, no one is doing mid-podcast beers. Nah, you don't see that anywhere. Dude, it's not. What time is it? It's 11.53 in the morning. This guy's got a and problem. And Brett's about me. to go off. What's he going to choose? He's going to choose something. You know, light. I haven't really looked, looked sort of through those beers in there. We have several beers that were sent to us oh. by a listener. George, maybe? George. And we, we really appreciate this shipment. If anything, the only complaint about this shipment is that we don't have enough fridge space. You don't want beers? No, I don't no, want a beer. I'm straight. No, I don't want a beer, man. I'm I just good. want to watch you. Yep. So, uh, Brett, what beer did you go with? Wow, folks. I had major fears that when you did that, you were going to spray a beer all over the microphone, Let's and we're going to have to order a new uh, mic cover, but we're good. It <laughs> is a Wicked Sunset New England Blonde Ale. Ooh, I like a blonde ale. Yeah. Brett's told me in the past that he's he's run through some New England blonde okay. ales. Fails. Fee- females. <laughs> there you go. There you that's go. Not, that's not true. Okay. He's more of a brunette guy. I am. Yeah. He's more of a brunette. Look at that. Guy. Wicked Sunset. Shouts to uh, uh, Bonehook Brewery in Naples, Florida. Traditionally, I've been a brunette guy myself. But I kind of a blonde kick, though. I don't have I don't have a huge preference, but my my one outlier that makes me different from other people is that I am I am a big redhead guy. So. Yeah, I got love for redheads. I love. Just, I've never dated one though. Sally was my first ever that I dated. Really? I married her. I was like, you know what? You're not getting away. Oh, how cute. No, it was actually kind of you know I kind of forced her into marriage. So. Right. Oh. Okay. Uh, real quick, folks. A little programming note for every all the kids at home. Hmm. No episode next week. On the account that is. Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah um, it's, it's a national holiday. Yeah, we are just going to take the week off. We're not going to pre-record it and, and rush. I don't like to rush these things because the, the questions come in organically. I don't want to – there's a process to it. Also, spend some time with your family. And if I had to rush it and the questions wouldn't be as good, I wouldn't feel great about what we were putting out there. And so we're just going to call it off. So, uh, yeah, we're going to spend time with our families. You do the same, of course, safely, mm-hmm. you know. Practice uh, distancing, all that, all that stuff. We'll be around. I mean, we'll be on the on the gram probably. Yeah, on yeah. Twitter, if you need, if you really need something. No mailing next week, though. Yeah, keep that in mind. All right. Now that that's out of the way, the hotline number is eight 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 three six two mail. That's M A I L, 
888-362-6245. You can also write in at the link in the Twitter bio, at Malin Podcast. All topics are on the table. Um, if it's engaging enough, relatable enough, funny enough, we will talk about it. That's a promise. Uh, we have, let's see, six questions today. I think probably a bonus question is in the works, too. I'm not quite sure, but probably. Yeah. Uh, one voicemail today. Will, if you're ready to jump right in, let's go. Hey, mailing crew, I'm absolute shit at keeping in touch. I'm a perpetual delayed text message responder, and oftentimes my own mental health struggles don't allow me to have the emotional availability to check in frequently on my friends. I think about people often, but have a hard time with actually reaching out. I feel this has caused many people to move on from friendships with me, and it is extremely apparent when I see major life announcements on social media, and am filled with guilt knowing that I had a better job, or if I had done a better job at staying in touch, I'd be sharing these moments personally with my friends instead of dropping a like or a comment. Would love to hear your takes on ways to stay in touch with your friends or how to remedy friendships after falling out of touch. Any advice is much appreciated. I think one reason why I included this because uh, this is me. Um, I don't YouTube Brad. It's all of us. It's okay. all of us. I, I, I don't necessarily have like mental health issues that are, that are keeping me from reaching out to people. It's more that like I just get caught up in my own selfish life. Uh, I just think about myself and the company and parks and I just I go about I live in my own little bubble too much at times. And I have, so I have this group of, like, my high school friends, like, my best friends, a couple from college, too, are in the mix. But they um, are still very, very close. They all live, like, basically in the same neighborhood. They mm -hmm. live in their own little bubble, and they're always hanging out, and they're always taking family pictures. And, and, and I feel like I'm missing out on so much of that. And it's, you know, I'm obviously to blame for not reaching out to them and be like, hey, let's, let's meet up for, let's go get some drinks or whatever. Let me come over for dinner, it, you know. I'm to blame. Um, then I reach out that much either, just because that I'm I'm not in that bubble. I live on the other part of town from them, and I just don't see them, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I feel this question so much. I want to be better about it. I want to get more involved in like my best friends' lives, but I just have so much going on with this company, and just dealing with my own shit that I just get caught up and and don't think about it. So I feel you. Um, I know he's asking us to, like, how do you remedy the situation? I don't really know other than just being, like, top of mind that you need to, like, make yourself, like, all right, set aside 10 minutes each week to make a phone call or to just fire off some texts or whatever it is. But I don't really know. Mm -hmm. I'm the same way. How I mean, I, I get the – I'll get a text, and I'll be like, oh, I'll respond to that in a little bit. And if I forget and, like, two days pass – I just then I feel really bad. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't want to respond now because they'll be like, what the fuck? So it'll just then it just sits there, and it goes unresponded to, and then I just feel anxiety and guilt about not responding, so I don't respond or don't reach out, and it's like a horrendous cycle. But you always feel better once you do. Yeah. So Some, something I wish they had on an iPhone is the function to mark a text as unread again. I've been mm -hmm. calling for that for a minute now. It it would make my life so much easier because I, I always want to see what someone says the second they text me. But I, I, I always go in and read it. And if I don't respond immediately, I'm just like you, Brett. I just I forget for a couple of days. And then yeah. when I see it, I'm like, damn it. Like mm -hmm. my friend thought of me and reached out to me and then I didn't respond back. That's an email feature I use all the time. Yes, mm -hmm. I do. I use it for, like, if I don't immediately email back, I mark it as unread again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I will have unread messages from, like, a week ago that I <clears throat> definitely need to respond to, but I at least, it's always top of mind when I see the number on my inbox that, hey, do this. Yeah. I'm bad in the sense that I don't, I don't reach out to certain people that are really close to me because we just don't, I mean, we just don't talk a lot anyway. When Once I moved down to Texas, I stop mm -hmm. talking to a lot of people, and it's really unfortunate. The one thing that I do that I think works really well is that we I have several group texts that I have that might just be three of us in it. But those group texts are all a common bond that we have. So mm -hmm. we have a soccer one that's three of us. And because it's just the three of us, I know that I can drop in there. And if there's a game on, you just say, like, hey, anyone online? All of a sudden, we start talking about the game, and yeah. then it stumbles into other stuff. And having that common thread – has just made it so much easier to not have to worry like, oh, am I annoying them? Like, yeah. These two guys both have good jobs. They both work a lot. And it, it, it takes the pressure off me feeling like I'm like annoying them by just being like, hey, anyone watching this game? And if they are, it's like, great, let's catch up and have some fun. Yeah, we have a similar situation. We have we have a couple of threads, like text threads we have going on. Um, one of them is about fantasy football because we're all in the same league together. The other one is like we, we do these for every golf major. We do these snake drafts, and it usually just – 
a lot of booty chatter going on, mm-hmm. a lot of shit talking and just like mixing chatter. it up, and it's fun. So that, that keeps us going. Weirdly, I think because I'm divorced, I'm the only one out of my friends. They're all married. Mm-hmm. They all have at least one kid. Um, I think because I'm like the sole divorce guy in the group. Not that I'm like an outcast, but I think I'm just like less relatable to them. Mm-hmm. They think I think they think I'm like always like going out <laughs> and like meeting people, which is totally untrue. I'm at home all the time, like doing nothing, pretty much 100 percent of the time. Um, I think I'm just like an afterthought to them when it when it comes to like family get-togethers or like you know house you know little couples dinners, couples dinners, shit like that. Because a lot of times, like I've been to a, I've been to a, a double date with like the roughs before that wasn't meant to be like, hey, let's go on a double date, but Sally and Alyssa will coordinate it. Oh yeah, and I've, they don't loop you in. And yeah, it's like, th- that's hap- that used to happen to me much more than it does now. Yeah. Like you guys would just go do stuff. Or like they went on that trip together to Florida, and yeah. I was like, and I wasn't included, and I didn't, I don't take it personally because I, I totally get it, like I really do. I wasn't, my, my feelings weren't hurt about that, but I'm just like an afterthought to a lot of people because oh, Dylan's 37 and you know not married, and it's just, it's just different. Yeah, that, yeah, I, 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 I can't identify with you on that one, yeah. but I do, I do feel bad because well, I, I don't, I've, I, I mean, know I've done I, that. Well, don't because I, 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 I get it. I know, I know, you know. I, it's it's not anyone's obligation to include me in stuff. Of course, I would like to be included in stuff, but I'm not. No one's obligated. It's not like I'm keeping tabs on you. Um, but it's just weird. It's mm-hmm. just weird for me. Plus, I, you know, of course, the roughs have a kid on the way. But up until I mean, I've been the only one with a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing too. It's like I wonder if Dylan even like is able to do anything because he's got parks or whatever. Yeah. So some like, nights, like if you have parks and yeah. I'm going to a bar or something, I'm like, well, I'm not going to text Dylan because he's just going to say no, and I don't want him to feel bad. Yeah. But I'm a t- I'm also the type of person that I need I need the invite even if I can't go. Yeah. Because yeah. if I see people mobbing, I'm like, well, come yeah. on. That's fair. I had a situation where my uh, a previous employer, like the first two years I worked there, I it was like 18 hour days, mm-hmm. honestly, and it was. I got so lost in work mm-hmm. that my like my family, my friends, my college roommates, my people from Saratoga, like I just I basically went MIA. Yeah. Because I was like in the like just wrapped like, up. Grind like gr- for le- lack of a better term, like grind boy mode. Yeah. Like I was just stuck like running around and I had a blast and it, like it was worth it in the end, but it's like I I feel weird now about like reaching out to somebody like my college roommates who are like my best friends who I haven't talked to besides like texts here and there in like years now. Mm. And like that sucks. And I don't know, but I'm like the, this, this guy, I'm like, I fucking, I, it's on me. It's on me. Well, but, when I moved down here, I, I didn't have like a friend group. So I didn't have anyone down here besides the people we worked with. I was very lucky that Grand X had like a tight knit group of friends that I could immediately enter. But I was so dedicated to making sure that I was doing a good job at work that I was I wasn't working like a crazy amount of hours, but I was definitely working hard. And it was more important to me to work hard in the in the beginning of being down here than it was to keep in touch with people. And I always, I never imagined myself leaving my hometown, so I never imagined that I'd have to like keep in touch with people that I'd yeah. seen every day. But it definitely created a distance. And I have certain friends now who are like my absolute best friends, and I've just grown apart. And it, yeah. it's really <laughs> sad. But, you know, if if there are people out there that I want to maintain that with, then I always just try to make sure that if there's something – if I think of them when I'm seeing something on TV or something, I just try to I just try to make a note to send them a text and yeah. say, I hope you're doing well. Try mm-hmm. this, this – to answer this guy's question. Try this. Like set a reminder for like once a week and pick a time that you know you're not going to be busy, mm-hmm. 6.30 on a Wednesday night or something like that, before dinner, but like after you're like home and whatever, and just – Set aside ten minutes, just ten minutes a week, just like either make a phone call, or just like fire off a couple of texts, just to mm-hmm. check in and say, "Hey, what's up? What's what's new in your in your world?" Stuff like that. I think that that could work. I think just to like fair. get in the habit of like the routine of like you know keeping in touch with people. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna do that too. I think I probably should too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's weird, like, cause I I don't really have a friend group down here outside of you guys, and I I, I don't think there was a possibility for me to have that because of COVID, but. Um, but yeah, I mean it's just one of those things you gotta, you gotta do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, you'll feel, and you'll feel better once you do it. Oh, hundred percent. Also, Always. check in with your parents and your grandparents too. They yes. Need, they need to hear. From oh yeah, you. I, it like makes their day. When I moved down here, I, I made sure to call my parents every Monday after work. I would call my parents and give them a rundown of my weekend, let them know how work's going, stuff like that. 
And then it got to the point where if I didn't call on a Monday, they were like, is everything okay? You didn't call and you didn't call yesterday. And I was like, oh, sorry, completely spaced out. But mm -hmm. now in COVID, like I'm pretty much reaching out to some people way more than I ever did. And it's because I just, I crave that friendship outside of our friend group here, which like, I'm kind of the same. Like I have two friend groups in Austin and my friend groups are you guys and Sally's friends. And mm -hmm. even though Sally's friends, I think, accept me as like a, they don't think of me as Sally's husband. They think of me as Will now. I still kind of have it in my head sometimes that like, oh, it's just, it's like Sally's, Sally's friends. They're not really my friends yet, but it's just a hard thing to, to, to navigate. Yeah. You know, it's not hard to navigate. You talk a movement? Having a dope timepiece on your watch or on your wrist. You just looked at your bare wrist. I know. You didn't wear I yours I wish today. I had a movement on. Well, I mean, t to be honest, like you guys have these dope movement watches and I'm sitting here because I, I, I only produce like once or twice a month. So like, I, gotcha. I didn't get the kick gotcha. out. But we all know 2020 isn't playing by any of the usual rules. Usually I like rule breakers, not this time. And that goes for holiday shopping as well. Between shipping delays and the mess and stress of in-store shopping experiences, there aren't great options. But our friends over at Movement Watches have made gifting easy. Movement makes clean, modern watches, blue light glasses, and accessories. Getting great quality and style doesn't have to break the bank. Their Black Friday sale is live right now. What? So you can get ahead of your holiday shopping with their biggest sale of all time. You know what words I really love in, in the world? Biggest sale of all time. Yeah. You know they're slashing prices. Just slashing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, their watches, they feel like it's a four to $500 watch on your, on your wrist, but it's a fraction of the price. They're durable, great quality, and they're designed in-house at their Los Angeles headquarters. You know a watch is nice if it's coming from L.A. <laughs> LA. They also have blue light glasses. Uh, Randy has a pair, and one day I walked into the studio, and I was like, man, Randy's looking good right now. He took those things. from me, actually. He looks great mm. in them. Uh, the Movement Everscroll blue light filtering glasses are a personal favorite with lenses that protect your eyes from long hours in front of your screens. They come in a ton of different fashion forward styles to choose from. Like, uh, these things just look great. No, they're great because they, they're just like, they look like regular glasses. Yes. They don't have a t the tint to them. They're just clear lenses, mm -hmm. and they, they're just tight. They help with better sleep, better focus, and better style. But like we said, Movement has this super sleek matte black packaging. Just add a bow and you're good to go for Christmas. Let's it's go. real easy. Their products are one-size-fits-all, and their gift guide helps you find the gifts that fits their style. Their shipping is fast, and they offer free returns all the way into next year. So not that you're, you'll need it, but like that's, that's a nice little perk. Uh, check out Movement's biggest sale of the year with fast, free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash mail-in. Again, that's mvmt.com slash mail-in. Thank you, Will. You want this next one? Let's go. Mail-in crew. I've been seeing this girl for a while now, and I really like her. Given COVID, we usually do dinners at home. I'm always really excited, shower, and I put on some nice clothes and shave, but without fail, I show up and she's wearing yoga pants and a tank. I'm all for a casual fit, and she'll have just woken up from a nap or come in from gardening or getting sweaty or just return from a friend's place. <clears throat> Despite what might otherwise be a hint, she'll always initiate intimacy. Am I right to be a little down on this? We mm. have this plan for days. It's always in the evening, and while I genuinely put an effort to look my best, she just rolls out of bed. Is it wrong for me to want someone who's expecting us to hook up to put in some effort into looking good for me, too? I've, I'm always a little inwardly let down when I show up. How can I broach this without sounding entitled or like I don't find her attractive like that? Ooh, keep something in mind here. Um, obviously, we are in a very weird time. Mm -hmm. We're in a pandemic. COVID is out there. It's very real. Um, all these are at home. She gets she gets a pass, yeah. in my opinion. She, you can't step out. You're not going to fancy restaurants. You're not going to bars. You're not. You're not doing that kind of stuff. It's at home. Um, it to me, like if I were to invite someone I was dating over to my house, I can't imagine I would get dressed up for it. I would, you know, I would look presentable. I would put, you know, but I would probably throw on like some Lulu pants and uh, a t-shirt or something. Like honestly, I, I don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I get where this guy's coming from, kind of. Though. Okay. Like, if, if I, if you're going over somewhere, or like in my case, if I'm driving a couple hours to see a sig of, um, I'm showering, I'm putting on a, like a work outfit like this, and to to her credit, to be the one, but like, okay, to be the one going over there, as opposed to you being at the home base and them coming to you. Yeah. It may be a little bit different, though. Yeah. Because you're at ho you're at your house, you know. That's fair. but I, I mean I, I'll hear you out. Yeah, I think if you're if you're the the traveler in the scenario, 
I think you always kind of get a little like you put you put a fit on, not yeah. like a fit fit, but like. But if I, if I know I'm, I'm just gonna stay at her place, we're gonna have dinner there, maybe yeah. watch a movie. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna throw on the nice shit. That's fair. You know, that's totally fair. I don't. Yeah, I guess I don't think I would expect her to to throw on something like either. I think yoga. No, if she just came from uh, like hot yoga or gardening yeah. and she's sweaty and like not even gonna clean herself up, that's different. Mm-hmm. I, but if she's you know, yeah. she's in a ponytail and 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 yoga pants, like you know. Also, let me add this. That looks the best. Let me add this. When a girl is able to look really good without trying, like just in a ponytail and mm-hmm. sweats, to me that's like the hottest the hottest trait ever. Absolutely. I'm I'm very absolutely love that. When when it comes to the intimacy part, I feel like he kind of indicated that he, he, he might just like a little cleanliness. He did mention the sweaty thing. So for me, I actually identify with that part the most. And it's not because I have like preconceived notions about the person I'd be getting intimate with. It's because I don't like being intimate with somebody if I am dirty. Mm-hmm. So it, I just I, I have never liked kissing a girl or doing anything with a girl if I feel like I am dirty. And it's something that's always kind of annoyed me about myself. It's like it's taken me out of a situation where I would very much like to get intimate with somebody, but it kind of just takes my brain out of it. And I'm like, really? oh, my God, Damn. I'm so gross right now. Like I haven't showered since like – this morning, like I, I'm very, I like to be very clean all over at all times, and I think most guys shower the first thing when they wake up in the morning. Correct? Yeah, that's what I do. Not me. I usually shower once, and it's at night. So you you, co- you're, you haven't showered today? No. I think you're an outlier when it comes to Whoa. guys. I used to be a morning shower guy. How do you like make really? sure your hair doesn't stick out and stuff? Oh, I I, I usually wet the hair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because for me, I, I I have to shower in order to get my day started. And yeah. if I haven't done that, That's I can't I do. really do anything else and feel good about it. I always feel a little grimy. Yeah. And I've gone as far as telling significant others. Stay gods. Stay gods. I've gone as far as telling them that not only, like, would I prefer that I'm clean, but I've actually told them, like, I would just be much more into it if. Wow. Like that. It's not really? like I would tell them that, like, early on in the game. It was, like, months down yeah. the road. Yeah. Like, hey, I would prefer if, like, we were both relatively clean. Yeah. If I have something like, to do, I will shower before. I don't, I don't want people to think I'm just out there. Just smelling and stuff. Well, dude, know? the like, fact I'm not, that I'm we not didn't a dirty know that guy. you don't shower like every day in the morning, yeah. and yeah, you come in a... here, I have never noticed anything yeah. about you that's like. I showered weird. at like probably eight o'clock last night. Weird. Wow. Yeah. Sally always asks me when because huh. I if I do a late Peloton ride or something, or if I shower, sometimes I just shower like if I get home from the airport, I'll shower then, mm-hmm. and then I'll shower the very next morning. Yeah. She's always like, "Why are you showering again? You showered last night." Yeah, and I See, think that's valid. But yeah, girls, it is. Girls don't shower when they wake up every morning. And I usually work out in the afternoon, so that that's kind of why I, why I time it the way I do. I'm like, if I shower in the morning, I know that there's another shower in my future. Yeah. I'm going to work out later in the day, so I just save it until after that. Do it, knock it all out then. That's wild. Yeah. I was I was a double shower boy for a long time because I would I would shower, didn't want to work out in the morning, but would work out in the afternoon and shower after that too. Yeah, that's what I do now. Double showers. Team two showers. Yeah. Plus, I'm, I'm kind of an oily guy, so I. I like to get into bed clean. Right. As opposed right. to a full days of, you know. That's why I like being team two showers. I like being clean yeah. in the morning, and I like getting into bed clean. I've been a two-shower guy at, at parts of my life, parts of my life, but not anymore. I think when it comes to the clothing part of this, I don't think that's a big deal, and he might be overthinking it, and I think maybe he should start dressing down. Yeah. But in ter- if, if the cleanliness part is an issue, I, I don't know how to br- – I've never broached that subject in a, in a very – good way so i don't have advice on that but i see where i understand where you're coming from and i do think that it might be something worth noting down the line like hey i might be way more into this if Hmm. you know i don't i don't know but you can't tell someone they smell his first sentence is i've been seeing this girl for a while now Mm -hmm. if this was fresh if this was the you know the first five times they've hung out and she's already doing yoga pants and a ponytail it's like you're not even trying to impress me situation Mm -hmm. but they've been seeing each other for a while now Mm -hmm. so she's comfortable with this dude she's like yeah it's kind of crazy. If you think about someone that, who might have met somebody in, like, March, like, they've been dating in COVID for yeah. so long. A lot of people are. That's all they know. It's a lot crazy. of couples. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, so you, <laughs> okay, you day. Don't, you don't – what about morning stuff? I have to shower. Really? Really? Mostly. Mostly. Unless wow. Unless it just is inevitable. But I huh. – but I – let me say this. I won't stop it if it happens. Okay. But – I will. You're in your head. If it hasn't happened yet, and I know that it, there's a possibility, sometimes I'll just go shower and, you know, 
like hang out and put on my box, put on a pair of boxers and just hang out. And uh-huh. if it happens, it happens. But I would prefer to be showered. One thing you got to do is, is hit some mouthwash or something. Hit the though. teeth. Yeah, yeah the, you got to do teeth. teeth. That's the biggest thing. If, if when it comes to morning stuff, you got to brush the teeth. Got to. Got to. Both both parties. Both please. parties. In yeah. movies, when when a couple wakes up in bed together, like they had sex the night before, and they wake up and they just start making out, it's like, yeah, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like no one's ever gonna do that. Your breath is stank. Sally will just call me out. Even I mean, we, like, I mean, we're married and have been together for a long time, so morning stuff's off the table. But <laughs> but like she'll just tell me like, go brush your teeth. I'm like yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Good question. Ready for the next one? Let's do the next one. Voicemail. Oh, I skipped I skip the voicey. I'm sorry. Here we go. Oh, perfect game. Out the window. Here we go. She's coming. She's coming. Hey, Mail and Crew. This is Blake from Atlanta. I have a question about holiday tipping and gift giving. I have an awesome concierge at my apartment building. I see the guy like every day. He's always helping me out. We'll even uh, set packages aside when he leaves. Uh, sees me leave the house for a run so that they are to bring upstairs when I come home. Um, how much should I be giving him? I want to be generous. Uh, he's always helping me out. And also for a hairstylist um, who cuts my hair fairly regularly, how much should I be giving them? Love the pod. Look forward to listening. Okay, bye. Uh, this feels old school to me to like want to gift your doorman like a holiday something. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I think it is old school. It is. And I, I think it's I think it's great. I I appreciate this. Um, Brett? I'll just go with my, my answer. So I t- the only situation I had was my in New York, I had a laundromat, a laundry person like across the street from me. And so I would, I would, it would like a wash and fold laundry situation because we didn't have washing machines in New York. Um, so I gave him a card with a $50 bill in it for Christmas. Yeah. Just like one day I was doing my laundry. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, Merry Christmas. And he was very, very appreciative. So that, that was 50 and I think that was solid yeah. there. Um, um, are we to assume that he tips these people regularly anyway? I would not say your doorman at the place where you live. No. Right, yeah. But doorman obviously your, your hairstylist, yes. Yes, because I, I mean, I give a pretty good tip every time I get my yeah, hair. Yeah, I guess a doorman isn't someone you just like, you know, pass a five to every time you, you see him. That would be, that's just over. Overkill. That's reckless. It's overkill. Yeah. It's financially reckless. But your hair, your hairstylist, yes. Um, so it kind of, it's kind of, cha- it's kind of different. Um, your doorman, yeah, absolutely. Give him a gift. Like, yeah. that's awesome. Um, he, he obviously he's going to appreciate money I and mean, he's, he's working. That's his job. So he's going to appreciate money, but you can also give him something else too. But I would a hundred bucks. It's kind of, kind of pricey maybe. I think but, it's fair though. I but it's someone fair. you see every day like that and you, you build a rapport with over the year and, uh, he, he treats you well and hundred bucks. Yeah. Hundred bucks. I don't hate it. It sounds like this guy's a real good guy too. Like the the, the doorman sounds great. If you're living, question, mm-hmm. in a, in New York, how many apartments have doormen? Oh, uh, probably fifty percent. I don't know, rough, okay. roughly. That answers answers my question because yeah. if he lives in a place that has a doorman, uh, he can probably afford a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. That's, I would assume that, that, break, break off a bill for him. That's a good way to put it. You know what I mean? I was a walk up boy, five floors. If you're doing, yeah. if you're doing, no like. Doorman. Yeah, and if you, and if you live in a nice place like in in New York City, a hundred bucks is probably in your budget to, yeah. to tip yeah, the doorman. Yeah, my dad when when I was younger and I I didn't know he did this at all, but he would go to the same diner every day for lunch, pretty much. Not maybe not every day, but a lot of days. And I didn't know this until after he stopped going there, and I started going there a lot. And it was right across the street from where I worked, and so I started going there a lot for lunch. And one day, the woman that worked there, she told me, she was like, so, you know, your dad, and this, she didn't tell me this to, like, make me feel guilty or anything, mm-hmm. but she was like, you know, your dad used to come in, and he, every single day, he would order, order food, and I don't know if he gave a tip or not, but she was like, I loved it, because at the end of the year, he would always give me a massive tip. Yeah, and that's fun. So, not only, like, was he a great customer, but, like, he put the cherry on top at the end of the year, and maybe at first, she might not have liked it because, like, she thought he was just, like, screwing her all throughout the year of not giving her, like, great tips. But he tipped her out real well at the end of the year per her. Like, she, my yeah. dad's – I've never even talked about this with my dad. She told me this. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, man, that is a that is a nice gesture for somebody that does something for you day in, day out. I don't have anything in my life like that outside of Teresa. Yeah, that's and the only person in my life, too, that fits this category. I will probably see Teresa before Christmas twice. 
and I think the next time I'll tip her normally. But now that I think about it, I think I yeah. might. She's she hooks me up with a lot of perks. Yeah. She buys my hair product for me at discount, and charges me cost for it. Oh, nice. And I only need to get it from her like once every eight months or so. But like that's that in itself is worthy of me tipping her out at least the amount that makes up for what I'm saving. Yeah. Anyone in the service industry who you use repeatedly probably deserves a little extra love yeah. around the holidays. Oh, uh, bartender. If you're on a first name basis. Yeah. Which it also probably means you spend too much time at a bar, but yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I mean, like. No, you're right. Anyone in that industry. Yeah. In the es- service industry, especially now. But if you have a bartender, you're you go to like a regular at who you're on a first name basis with. Mm-hmm. For when the Oak closed. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, I tipped my bartender out, who I knew really well, and was was probably the biggest tip I've left. So. I was yeah. Like, yeah. Thank you for for everything. Happy Merry Christmas. Yeah, I don't have I don't have anybody currently besides her. You've but. never had a bartender? No, it's I've like, had a I've had a bartender, but not in okay. Austin. In Austin, I don't have a regular bartender. Oh, I, I don't have a bar that I go to like all the time. Also, keep in mind that a lot of these people right now, considering the pandemic, um, if you rely on tips for your income, they've mm-hmm. been hurting a little bit. This, if you have the capacity this year, this yeah. year might be the yeah. year to actually think about it and see if you can afford it and actually try to make it happen. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You have a bartender or a bar? No, really. Never had like a go-to spot that I like no know shit. people. Yeah. The, the closest thing I have is Pine House, and there's a guy that works oh, at the register okay. there. If he's there's two, you know how when you walk up in the line, you can kind of go to two different places. Sure. I always wait to make sure that I can go to that guy because he oh, really cool. likes me. One time I came in, forgot my wallet, and he was like, "Dude, you're in here numerous times a week. <laughs> Don't worry about it this time." And I was like, "That is That's so awesome. nice." Yeah. That's awesome. And I, I gave him a big tip the next time. But I, I'm kind of – he would be the one person that I'm in outside of Teresa who I would be like, all right, he deserves it. He deserves this. I will say, man, Austin. I've become a pretty good tipper. Not to brag, but I like to take care of my people. I was I, – I didn't know that I was a bad tipper at our hairdresser until we had a discussion one day with numerous people who went there. And I was like, man, I think I'm the, I think I'm the worst tipper out of everybody. And I was given 20%. Yeah. So now I now I do closer to thirty four because I'm like, well, shit, I can't be the broke boy out of my friends. She knows mm. that we're all crew members. <laughs> you well, you roll together. Yeah, I, I don't want someone to throw me under the bus. Yeah, I, I got a different girl. I'm sorry, guys. It's sorry, okay. Teresa. You're good. You're Justin good. Barrett and uh, and Sherry. I was gonna say your girl's name is Barrett. Nope, she is Barrett's <laughs> hairdresser. Oh, makes sense. Then you know she no, she knows what she's she doing. She knows what she's doing. That man takes his hair very seriously. As do I. Yeah, I know that. Prevent know pre- that prevent you. defense. That's right. You have to. Let's do the next one. Hello, everyone. My state just closed gyms again. That was probably the only part of my week that I looked forward to. I live in Minnesota, so running outside is not an option for me anymore. I did at-home workouts last time. They closed, but I lost a lot of size. I don't know how to stay optimistic that my life will ever be normal slash fun again. This question is worded like there's no end in sight for this pandemic. True. Um, Just hold that a little longer. I mean, we have vaccines that are like in the works now. Things I feel like are going to be normal before you think they are. I will go as far as to say is like next summer kind of sounds like it's going to be a normal summer. I think you're probably right. Um, vaccines will start. And I say that as someone who knows nothing about the vaccine delivery process or what it takes to like mass produce it. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. But summer feels like a safe bet. It will be. I mean, not going with everybody is is fervently getting them right. There's there's people that are not going to. And that's concerning but um you don't want to get microchipped i'm fine with you dude i i <laughs> chip me up i've said since day Give one even chip. dave was in here one time he's like dude what i was like i i'll share my data i'll share my address oh like, yeah i don't I, care about any of that stuff do, do make I'm, as much i'm not money a very exciting do. person yeah. i do you do, do you i don't like i don't like sharing data oh i did i Doesn't give them all me. of it nope i don't like it how can it be used against me i don't know I just don't like the idea of it. I don't. I don't like the concept of it. I don't like. It's not necessarily my data. I don't like the concept of people having other people's data. I mean, I'm. Don't get me wrong. My data is everywhere. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I don't. I'm not so strict that I have like hacks and shit like that. But sometimes it says like, "Would you like to share your data?" No. Okay. If we if Wash Media turns into a a media empire, which hopefully it does, th- then I will be more concerned about people having all of our information. But until that point. Not that we're we're on a good on a good streak, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. You can have it. Um, so how can this guy during the rest of this situation? Oh, yes. What can he do to stay optimistic and uh, keep uh, keep things moving? 
One, don't doom scroll Twitter. I've gotten in a very bad habit of that. Get off Twitter. Define doom scroll, looking for bad information. Like following every COVID account you can, following politicians, following um, journalists. It's good. That's to, a good point. Yeah, there's it, a lot, lot of, lot of bad out there, and you can. There's an endless amount of negative information right. you can take in right now, now. And, and negative, negative information and negative. Uh, you know, journalism spreads faster than positive, and that kind of thing. So that's that's known. But you just you get really, really a rut if you just read thing after thing after thing. Um, you shouldn't be cognizant of it. You should know what's going on. You should be informed. But doing it for if your screen time's ten hours and and half of that is Twitter, it's like, dude, just just get off Twitter for. A All minute. right, so we I mean, stuck at home. Stuck at home. Do the workouts too, still. Too cold to even go outside. Yeah. So, like, what is he, how does he spend his time? Swing journey. <laughs> I don't know. I, I this it's it's like we're in unprecedented territory. I, yeah. I don't I don't know what we do. And and winter obviously wasn't really it wasn't a thing. Yeah. When, keep in mind that we're all in this together. Yeah. And you, it sounds like he didn't mention anything about being unemployed. Mm-hmm. Sound like he's still employed. Some people aren't because of this. Um, yeah. You could have it worse. You right. Know? And this guy seems like he's concerned about his physique. He is. And so, you know, losing size, that, that sucks. And there's no good way to have a full gym in your residence unless you're loaded. Mm-hmm. I, th- this might not be a great option, but I don't know if you could just get like, I'm not going to say go out and buy a Peloton, but if you can go out and buy like an exercise bike or something that, you might be able to get your cardio up. Like that is something that I really wanted to do early in the pandemic because I thought to myself, well, this affects your lungs and respiratory system. Getting my cardiovascular health up is probably the best thing I could phys- do right now for my physical health. That's how I originally like decided when I started to get back in shape. This was like 2009-ish maybe. No. Yeah, two, no, 2010, 2011, somewhere in there. Um, when I decided to get back in shape, I bought a like a $200 Schwinn stationary bike mm-hmm. and I just put it in my the guest room in my house and I would turn on the TV and I would just pedal yeah and it, it was great for obviously I started to lose weight I didn't get like shredded obviously because I was just doing cardio mm-hmm. but I started to shed weight felt better got energetic and it just the endorphins I mean it's 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 really is meant for me- your mental health exercising you get just as much benefit as that as you do physical health absolutely I do a lot of jokes about the Peloton, and I, I talk about it a lot. It it really did save me throughout the pandemic. Like, yeah. throughout for, throughout being locked down, without having those Peloton rides in the middle of the day to get my endorphins up and to just get a sweat going, feel like accomplished about something. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't been doing that and I had just sat around and, like, played video games, and don't get me wrong, I played a shit ton of video games to distract myself. But had I not had that physical activity – I don't know if I would have come out of here, like out of it being happy. And Mm. luckily I maintained a pretty good amount of happiness throughout the entire thing. There was the overwhelming dread of just like the world ending, it felt Mm -hmm. like. But getting the cardio in and just getting a sweat going did help. And I know that like I'm I'm smaller, not bigger in terms of muscle, but I do think it helped. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It is going to end and everyone's going through the same thing. Your life is going to be normal and very fun at some point. Yes. And I think it's it's going to happen sooner than like the doom scrollers think. Yeah. I think once once these vaccines are approved and kind of get kind of get kicking next summer is going to be as as normal as as one would think. There's going to be changes obviously. We'll be mobbing point. again. But do you know what's great yeah. about this guy too? He lives in Minnesota. That Hell means he yeah. gets to get the workout of shoveling snow. Uh-huh. The coldest I've ever been in my life was uh when I went to the Super Bowl in Minneapolis. That, oh my gosh! It was it was like nothing I had felt, and I've been skiing many times. Dylan, I'm gonna give you credit because that was like that was I was I was bone dude on Super chill. Bowl Sunday. The high was zero. Yeah, and this it was a perfectly clear and sunny day. I was like, how is this even possible? The the wind chill I remember being negative twenty and making runs from Cowboy Jacks in downtown Minnesota, or Minneapolis, excuse me. To the car, like carrying stuff in for activating whatever brand oh, you're activating. Just to the bone, just oh chill. Oh my god, Will like you? It was a cold. Will could appreciate too. Yeah. Oh, I love a good cold. Yeah. No, but seriously, I love shoveling snow. It's a, it's a it's a good workout. I've never shoveled snow. And it's man. a very satisfying. It's very satisfying to shovel, and then once you're done, just turning around and seeing what you just did 
It's just well, like, oh, look how beautiful this is. Similar to like a perfectly mowed lawn. I wouldn't know what that feels like, but yeah. Never mowed a lawn, so. I've told this before. Did I know this? I've told this before. We've talked yeah. about it. You've yeah. never ripped a lawn? No. Rip? No one says rip. Oh. Dude, sometimes you got to rip a lawn, dog. Really? That's, well, that's lame. My dad's, my dad's big into the garden. He, he, when we were younger, he would either do all the gardening or he had a, like a guy that he would have do stuff. Okay. It was never, it was never something that he like told me to do that I like put up a stink about. That being said, when I was younger, when he told me to shovel snow, I was a little wimp about it and hated it. But then once I got in my twenties, I was like, wait, I kind of like shoveling snow. <laughs> kind of enjoyable. Damn. Okay. If this guy can start working out again, he should definitely invest in some feature socks. If, well, if he wears features to the gym, he won't be the only one in features at the gym. I see him everywhere. Yeah, it's because they're they're torch. They are These torch. These things are great. Believe it or not, the holidays are almost here. It's been a strange few months, so why not give friends and family the gift that puts a jingle into their step? For 20 years, features have been solely focused on delivering an unsurpassed sock performance. A great pair of socks can be the perfect holiday gift for everyone on your list, and with features, every pair feels like a custom fit. I wear these things all the time. If I'm working out, I'm wearing them. When I went to Cabo, I packed exclusively featured socks. Golf. Golf. Like Big time golf everything. socks. Everything. Everything. Yeah. They're, they're just great. They even okay. have left and right on them so I know which foot they go on. Even if they were just heinous and just ugly as shit, I would still wear them because they're so dope. But they actually look really sharp too. Yeah. They're great. They're absolutely wonderful. They got some new colors in that crew that that crew style we like, Dylan. Are you shitting me? Mm-mm. I went on the site the other day because I was I was going to see what they had. Let me peep. And I was like, oh man, they got some they got some new colorways. They're they're just great. These things are cushiony. They're just great. Runners around the world have loved features for years, but they're not just for runners anymore. Features elite golf socks will give you the will give the golfer on your list what they really want: an edge on the links. They're meticulously engineered to keep feet cool, dry, and comfortable. Drive after drive. With zone-specific compression, targeted support, no mm-hmm. slipping or bunching. Mm-hmm. They even have a little tab on some of them, so like you just know it's not going to slip down. Oh, it's just great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yank on it. Mm-hmm. Tons of styles to choose from. They got no shows, knee highs, ultra light knit, maximum cushion, and designs tailored for everyday wear, athletic performance, and extra support, and a lifetime guarantee. A lifetime. Do you know how long a lifetime is? Some people. I'm not confident anything lifetime. enough in my life to guarantee it for a life. No. For a no. Feature. I don't know what's going on. But they're standing by their product. Mm-mm. I think I nailed that. You can get $10 off your first pair of features just in time for the holidays. Use promo code Randy at features.com for $10 off your first pair. That's F E E T U R E S.com. Promo code Randy. One more time F E E T U R E S.com. Promo code Randy. Ready for the next one? Let's well, do it. Can I interject real quick? Yeah. I feel bad. Randy gets a lot of play on the promo codes. I have recently, in the new sponsors that are coming up, have switched to more Rosie and more Stella. And I want to apologize mm. to you guys. You don't have to apologize to me. Rosie has had her – she's had a very – You should apologize to Stella. I Stella, know. Stella deserves, Stella Stella deserves, deserves more. And she's I want a good to, dog. I want to make a point that Stella has been – any promo code that has been asked for on the mail-in podcast has been Stella in the last couple of weeks. Because she listens. Well, she'll see. It's going to take a minute based on the sponsors that you book right. now. You know, it's All a right. whole. Just explain it to her when you see her. I will. I'm, I'm sorry, Stella. You ready for the next one? Can yeah. You, oh, you can see her right now if you want to, right? Uh, not anymore. I moved her crate back into my bedroom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because she's she's recovered from her. Oh, I'm going to ask for a cam for Christmas. Cam so, I can, so I can watch Rosie, not so I can, like, Ring cams are cool, bedroom man. or anything. Yeah. You guys ready for this next one? It's a little long. Mm-hmm. All right. Dill, Brett, and producer Will. I've been hooking up with an ex-co-worker since February. He has a girlfriend of two to three years. We've had sex about three times, but meet up once or twice a month and almost always end up in a steamy makeout session slash oral and sometimes sex. <laughs> While I'm not trying oh. to date him, we have so much in common. We message almost every day about films, music, food, etc. The chemistry is there, and we're just on the same wa- wavelength. His words. I After thought months of was cinema. But <laughs> After... M- after months of this, he told me last night that it's only lust. Am I trash for being completely okay with this? Info you might be wondering. He doesn't want to break up with his girlfriend because she has severe depression and doesn't want to worsen it. Yes, it's an excuse. She lives with him, but they sleep in separate beds. I'm 25 and he's 29. I've been single for four years. I'm focused on my career and myself. I paid off all my debt this year, bought myself a Benz, and moved into my own apartment. Not sure why it's necessary to drop the Benz part of that. Wow. <coughs> um. She's this stable. is one of those questions where 
I don't really I don't really get like why and I'm not trying to slam this person, but I we are always honest. I don't I don't get why this person sent this in. Like I, you know what you're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what you want is just to hear it from a neutral party, just to like reinforce what you already know. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of the vibe I get from this. So it's all, you know what you're doing is wrong, even though you don't really address it in your email. You know that this is shitty all the way around. He's cheating on his girlfriend with you. You're fully aware of it. Um, and he like he says it's only lust, but you seem to be more into him than that. Talking about how the chemistry is great and the conversation is great and all this stuff. I'm so confused by this. What do you want to hear? She wants to hear that's okay. Does she? I, it has to be, right? I mean, it, she's, her question, the only question she asks is, am I okay for being completely okay with this? Uh, I, I, what do you mean? What, is, like, am I a bad person for being okay with it? It's like, you're not a good person. No. You know what you're doing is not okay on any on in. In any definition of what's going on, yeah. it's not okay, and you know that. You just want you want us to say it, so we are. It's not okay. It's not cool. Yeah, I don't condone this. Absolutely not. I don't. This is not just lust. If you text that much about right. so many common interests and you keep in contact every day, it's not just lust. It's if you were getting like a nude pic. If he was, if you were sending him like a nude pic at, you know, eleven thirty at night because you were in the mood. And then you guys don't talk until a week later at 1130 at night. That might be lust. And this is it, not lust. If it is just lust, and why are you telling us that he's staying in the relationship because she's depressed? And why are you telling us that they sleep in separate beds? Like, that shouldn't matter if it's just lust for you. Yeah. She right? sounds like his emotional support, like, friend. This guy's. I, I, this I mean, is unhealthy all the way around. Yeah, yeah. This, all the way, no matter how you chop it, this is unhealthy. I think that this guy knows that he doesn't want to be with his girlfriend. He, he like, he's clearly not in love with her. If you sleep in different beds, th- I mean, old married couples do that when they just want to get better rest. But does he want to be with this girl? Doesn't. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like he might. He just, told her it was just lust, even though they're texting nonstop about, about music and whatever. They have common interests and good chemistry. This does the Does the pandemic have anything to do with this? February, they started talking, hooking up, excuse me. Is it just like, does, does that throw a, a different wrench in it? it I, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. What, what this, I don't know what's about to come out of my mouth. But, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, to, I am so distraught stop, by this question right? because, like, she says that she's completely okay with this, but she's asking for validation from other people. Like, if you're completely okay with it, then be completely okay with it. But, like, other, just know that other people are going to judge you if this becomes public information within your group of friends or with, with him or with his girlfriend. I don't know. Also, what is the end game? Like, what she said, she's not trying to date him. Yeah. He's, he, he says this is lust. He has a girlfriend. What is, what is your end game? Is this like to get laid? Is it a toy? Is he, he's a toy? I don't think that there's, I, I don't like, think there's an issue with having a, a strictly physical relationship with somebody. But if you somebody, just want to get, you can't do it with somebody that yeah, has a, a yeah. girlfriend. If or you just want to get laid, look, there are a lot of guys out there who are willing to have sex with you. I promise you that. Yeah, why, you why, a, why, why pick one? Why pick one that has a, a girlfriend? And no debt. Yeah, why, why? <laughs> I paid off all my debt this year. Okay, cool. What does that have to do with the rest of this? I think she's just trying to tell us that she's, I mean, yeah. she has, she seems to have her shit together everywhere except for the. the she's the other, she's the other, she's the side piece. The right? romantic relationship. Not, not to make it sound super casual, but you are the, the side piece here. I have never had this happen to a close friend, but I do know, I do know of people in my general social circle or one person who had, was dating somebody depressed. And they had a very hard time figuring out mm-hmm. how to navigate that because they didn't want to be with them anymore, but they also didn't want to subject them to even more depression. Yeah. And this guy is probably grappling with that. And when you're in a pandemic and you can't, like, just, I mean, it, I don't mm-hmm. know, you want to go kick someone out and tell them to go move during a pandemic? That's pretty yeah. depressing. Yeah. She asked if it's okay. That, is it okay that she's okay with this? It's, it's much deeper. It's not that simple because the other girl's involved here. Yes. There's someone else's emotional... Yeah. Well-being at stake, and you are already jeopardizing. Already that. battling, you know, mental health problems. Uh, this whole thing stinks. I hate it. Um, you're in a bad spot. I think you already know that. You want us to. You want us to say it for you. So we are. Um, 
you need to separate yourself from the situation. I think this guy's worse than her. There's no way the sex is that good. You gotta just keep going. You know, it's not worth it. Nothing, nothing's worth it here. She's in the wrong, but he's worse. Oh, of course. Yeah, he's this guy's a scumbag. He's the yeah. one cheating. This guy's a scumbag. Oh, he's, he's a scumbag. Cheating. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So, like, honestly, but for she, her, like, yes, you should. Be, it, it's better that it's lust than it is love with them be, or with him because it sounds like. I mean, if he's if dude, he's doing this so aggressively, can you imagine trying to cheat during a pandemic? How do you not, get away with that? It's not just lust, though. It's not. Even it's though, not. even though they they try to pretend that it is, it's not. Like you We're, said, you don't you don't send text all you don't text someone all day if it's just lust. Yeah. I think. Well, if you're this girl, do you say like break up with your girlfriend? No, because I don't think she wants to. I don't know if she wants him. to be with the guy. She, I, she did say, I, yeah. I mean, this is all trash. This is a very complicated question. I, I say it's complicated, but it's really not. It's but a there's just answer, so many levels to it that it's really easy to talk about the different levels. Yeah. There are levels she, to this shit. Levels, dude. Avicii. Did also, Avicii write this question? Has she oh. met Randy? Ooh. Is she a Will movie? Just Randy? That's the one. I don't want Randy getting involved with this girl. Yeah, this girl. She does have a Benz. <laughs> she, yeah, she had a Benz. She has a Benz. And she's debt free. But well, y'all looking after Randy, man. She's Randy's age. She, her priorities are could no, she, could she, use she, some yeah. some fine tuning. I yeah, think. that's fair. Not you her know? car because she has a Benz. Not her car. That Benz is probably running tip top. Oh yeah, I have a Benz. Remember Tip Top the boat show? Did you ever watch that? No. Oh, they just like redid boats. Like on pit like, my ride for boats. Y- it wasn't pit my no. It was just like a very stable like. No, we're gonna we're we're gonna make a boat for you. <laughs> so they didn't put like random weird shit in no, there. No, it like, was. Do you remember Versus like channel? A cotton candy machine. Yes, Versus. It was on I think that so. channel. It sounds familiar. Yeah, it was on Versus like in the morning with the hunting shows. It would be like it would be like tip top boats. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, sorry. You guys want this final one? Yeah, what a mess that situation is. I know. I mean, I don't think we gave her the answer she wanted to hear, but I don't think we gave incorrect answers. Low key, I think she we we did give her the answer she wanted to hear. Maybe. Even though she didn't outwardly ask for that, I think I think she heard what she needed. She sounds to like hear. a catch, and she you, she could make a guy that doesn't have a depressed girlfriend very very happy. She, she didn't want to hear our answers, but she needed to hear. She's also bored. She needs to go out to Cowboy Jacks or Tilted Tilt or something, and just like have a. She needs new blood. Is you what need I'm a new guy to lust over. Yes. There's uh, several guys you can lust over. Hop in that, that don't, have, don't have baggage like this. Hop in that bins and go looking for a new guy. She could literally Jason ruin Sudeikis. someone's life. He's new. Yeah. On the market. He's fresh. Yeah. He just did that sneakers thing on Complex. Sneaker shopping. Oh, that poor girl from the, like, even though she deserves to know about this, I, the mental health thing, she could be, go off the deep end. This I is kind of just want them to have an amicable breakup and she never yeah. even finds out. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast. That'd be ideal here. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. Hey, y'all, for COVID-related reasons, my boyfriend and I are spending Thanksgiving with each other and our dog and not seeing either of our families for the first time. First part is, what should we make to eat? We agreed to not do turkey, but are stuck between steak, pasta, and our Thanksgiving sides. We're both comfortable in the kitchen, like cooking together. Part two, if this was you, what would you do to make the holi- or make the day feel more like a holiday? Any thoughts or suggestions? Much appreciated. Another question I feel is just like super relatable, mm-hmm. given everything's happening with the pandemic and it being the holidays, a lot of people staying home, not, not traveling. Um, so yeah, how do they make it more holiday e, and what do they cook? Do a steak if if you're if you're deciding between these, uh, go go with the nice, you know, prime ribeye or something. I wonder why they're not going turkey. Too big, too much, too much meat. There's a lot of meat with a turkey. The, the, really, the smallest turkey you can get is what, like six pounds? Eight I have pounds? no clue. Yeah, it's a lot of meat. Man. I have friends that when they, I have two friends, they're really good friends of mine, and and their first Thanksgiving together, they spent it alone and they made a game hen. Oh. Which it seems like a, a de- you could roast a chicken or something. I don't maybe you just don't like white meat though. Yeah. Also, uh, turkey is is one of my least favorite parts of a Thanksgiving meal. I hate to say it. No, I, l- I, I like love it. I love your take, especially l- when people hog the dark meat. The white meat. I don't understand how people like white meat. It's just turkey stale. It is so dry. I like chewy. I I overall like turkey, but it's the oh. worst thing on the table. Yeah. I I I like turkey and will eat turkey with like a bomb gravy, but. As far as meats go, it's it's not it's not in my top like seven Mm-mm. meats, Mm-mm. and it's like usually like my least favorite thing on the plate. I hate to say that, but it's true. Don't hate to say it. Dude. So no, to, dude. That, to do like Thanksgiving dead, sides, to, be to do Thanksgiving sides with like a, a ribeye on my plate. Oh, sign me the fuck up. That sounds great. That sounds amazing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice crust. There's like so much that. white meat too, on a bird. It stinks. Yeah, there's a lot. Give me the meat. dark dog. Okay, I I All love day. that take. All day. I'll eat, I, I, you know, you shave off your couple pieces of turkey, and I, like, I'm not a leftover guy. Yeah. I don't make a turkey sandwich the next day. Oh, I do. I, I get it. I would have to douse it in, like, sauce and stuffing and stuff, but, like, I chop, I, I chop the turkey up 
really fine so that it's not just like a hunk of like white meat that you have to like really bite down on. So you like pull it? No, I don't pull it. I just kind of chop it up a little smaller. That makes sense. Might okay. Make sense. Okay. That's fair. What's the so the question is what to how do you make it feel more like a holiday? Get a really <sighs> nice fucking bottle of wine. Yeah. Get okay. Get good wine. Yeah. And get like a good bottle of bourbon. To me, like the mm. holiday bourbon is, it belongs in the holidays to me. Like that's yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you feel like I don't feel like it's truly. And this makes like it like my family a bunch of alcoholics were not, but like holidays really set in when I'm like sitting on the couch watching football with like a good bourbon in my hand. It's like nice pair. Fucking, like let's fucking go. Nice pair of winter socks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, a fire going. Hopefully it's cold enough for a fire or something. Yeah. And uh, oh, that's it. A little nap Sign in the me future. Up. It's time for her to mash that cornucopia button. Yeah, get you a get you a copia off. I think I, Sally and I is it, this is like the first time that we've ever had to deal with this because most of the time we spend holidays with her family in Austin, or we spend time, or we go up to Michigan to spend time with my family, and we don't have to worry about this ever. We had no Christmas decorations, and I know that she's talking about Thanksgiving. I'm gonna relate this to Christmas. Okay. This year, because we know we're gonna be alone on Christmas, we decided to go all in. And so we have so many boxes upon boxes of Christmas decorations sitting in our apartment right now that we're just waiting to bust out. And I'm really excited to just make it Christmassy and actually get into get into it a little bit. Previous years we haven't done anything. We got a wreath and like a, a garland, and that's you don't, it. You didn't do a tree. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Whoa. Okay. It was just not a priority for us. And this year we finally got a tree. We, we're getting everything. But I think you just have to get stuff that's folly. Go get a bunch of gourds from the store and just put them out on your. On your tables or kitchen island, whatever whatever you do, and dim the lights. Do like uh, do like a uh, for some reason I think of November twenty third every year is the night before Thanksgiving. It's not. No, it's but, not. But <laughs> but like if you th- if you tell me eleven twenty three, I'm like that's the day before Thanksgiving. I kind of agree with you. Um, and Thanksgiving's on the twenty sixth, which does make sense with my previous statement. But just saying, uh, make a run to like your local grocery store together as a couple and like. Just have fun with it. Like, yeah, do that's like a good call. Holiday, Make like, it an event. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And get something like, get something that's a little out of the price range, maybe. And mm-hmm. and but make like, build it up. Yeah, in in each other's heads. And I think that that's a good call. Fun. I like that idea. And maybe throw like a tradition too, like every year on this whatever on this Thanksgiving Day, we're gonna put up the first wreath of the of the season or something like that. Just make it special. So that's something Sally and I decided we're going to do this year. We have a lot of family tra- – not like anything crazy, but we've got a decent amount of family traditions when it comes to Christmas. You know, I, I know what to expect when I'm spending Christmas with my family. And this is the first year that Sally and I will be married during the holidays. And I told her, I was like, I think we need to come up with some traditions that we constantly do. Yeah. We do year after year after year because I don't want to be one of these families when we eventually have a kid someday where we're just like – Oh, we don't really do anything. Man, I've been really trying to focus on doing exactly what you just described with parks, which makes it difficult because I don't get them every Christmas. We we rotate. Like, this year I get them for Thanksgiving but not for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But still I can celebrate, like, around Christmas and still kind of do our own little thing. But I've been focusing on just having, like, little traditions. Like, we put ornaments on the tree together. Like, that's an event that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a little advent calendar thing that I'm, we're going to tie. He's definitely getting an advent calendar. He's going to switch over the little, it's like a little bell. You just switch it in the pouch, you know, for each day. He's going to, we're going to do that together. Shit like that. You know what you should do too is like get the lights ready. So he's the first one to click the lights on button. Like if you do lights at your, at your crib. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have him be like, he's the on switch guy. Yeah. We're also going to make cookies together every Christmas Eve to right. leave out for Santa. Of course. Obviously. We Reindeer started, food. We too. started that last year. Now that he's five, like, he's very aware of everything. So it's, like, now's the time to, like, kick shit into gear for sure, you know? Yeah. It's fun, yeah. man. Having a, having a kid around the holidays. We do a stupid thing incredible. where we have a nativity scene that – You my, act out? My parent, No, my oh, parents okay. bought this nativity scene. And one year my cousin decided to replace part of the nativity scene with a little toy. So mm-hmm. he replaced baby Jesus in the manger with Ernie from Sesame Street scrubbing his back in a bathtub. It's like the perfect size for what it is. And so every year at some point, baby Jesus gets replaced with Ernie in the bathtub. And it's just become like kind of a running bit. But every time I walk by and I see it, I'm like, oh, man, like I can't remember a time when we didn't have Ernie in the bathtub chilling there. (laughs) That's funny. And we still have. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like we still we still have a very not very Christian Christmas, but we still understand the meaning of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And but it's still one of those things that like I think of that and it makes me really happy that we do that kind of thing. Yeah, I love it. I love, we have a, we uh, we used to hide baby Jesus 
um, and we'd, we'd send the, the cousins around the house to find baby Jesus. Okay. Um, sometimes he would be in a cake, which would be interesting because oh, he'd be yeah. like, oh, shit, there's baby Jesus in my cake. Look, by the ocean. Yeah, Timmy choked this year on baby Jesus. But yeah, Timmy. He's fine. Good for him. He, he survived. We, we do the German pickle on the tree. Huh. Where they have a – it's a German tradition. I've heard of this. Where you have a, a pickle ornament that you das put on pickle. the tree, and then you move it in the morning – Christmas morning, and whoever finds the pickle on the tree gets a little gift ah, under the tree. Nice. We don't do the gift under the tree anymore, nice. but when we were buying ornaments this year, I told Sally, I was like, please get a pickle. Like, I don't care if we do the game. I just want to be able to put the pickle up and smile and be like, you know what? This was one of my favorite ornaments to put up as a kid, and I just wanted that. And sure enough, got that pickle. Hell yeah. Let's go. Yeah. That's tight. Like my point earlier, we, we do the, uh, the Christmas Eve Eve. So the 23rd of December, uh, we do the, the grocery run, like me and my family. Like we get the get the Christmas ham, get the, the stuff. And it's like we get the beer, too. I mean, it's just like we, it, everything we bring back to my grandparents' house and set up shop. And that's kind of like a fun thing. It's at Wegmans, which is the best grocery store on the planet. You guys don't know much about it. but nope, I don't. Don't know anything about it. It's, it's a scene. It's like everybody's got that vibe. My like, absolute favorite can't. grocery run of the year is the grocery run before Christmas. Uh, that, uh, that's what it is. Because you just get it, it you get a bunch of wine, nice bottle of bourbon, and yep. you just feel so good. Do you ever go? Uh, do you ever get a beer while you're grocery shopping? Walk around while you drink? No, because I don't. I don't know where to get it at the central market that we go to, other than a really inconvenient location. So oh, really? I never do it. But I really want to start. Um, well, Whole Foods has convenient bar set up. People mm. just go and hang out there. By the way, it's kind of I've, it's I've crazy. drank there numerous times. Yeah, but it's if just get get a beer and walk around and like. Fill up your, your cart. It's it's a lot of fun. Can you still do that's it? fun? You probably you probably can't do the beer yeah. to go now with when we have to wear masks in there. Oh yeah, I haven't thought about that. I haven't done it in a while. I haven't. Obviously. Yeah, I so haven't I seen know. anybody doing it. It's fun though. Do you guys subscribe to uh, like Black Friday shopping like in person? No, no never. I don't either. No, it wasn't a thing. It I'll wasn't wait, a, really a thing for. I'll us. wait for Cyber Monday. Okay. Okay. I will maybe go online if I have something specific that I need or if I get an email from a company that I really like to support and I might go through it, but I, yeah. I try to avoid I'm it. I'm not going to wait outside of Target and you know, storm, storm in when they open the doors and trample, I've always been intrigued. trample old old people. Yeah, you don't want that. A really lame tradition that we – and not I don't want to say it's lame, but it's not like some kind of crazy tradition. My mom and I always watch Love Actually sometime around Christmas. I always do too. <laughs> and so, yeah, <laughs> like by, usually by myself. But, but like last year when I was home, my mom was like, "We haven't watched Love Actually yet. Do you want to watch it?" And it's like, "Yes, I do." That's a Let's great do. holiday movie. It, it is. really it's, is. It's just feel good. You know, it's it's like a great British romantic comedy. Yeah. And it's it's an easy tradition, but I always know that we're going to do it. And so, I I would kind of like to have a movie that Sally and I just sit down and watch every Christmas and just enjoy it and know that that's something we're going to enjoy. Yeah. Shouts to uh, Grandma Jean. She loves Hallmark movies. And I'm not going to – like, I get the Hallmark movie thing. I, I get it. But, like, every, once a year, me and Grandma Jean, I'll have a, a stiff bourbon in hand, and I will fall asleep in front of the fireplace on the floor with Hallmark movies on, like, that you're kind of kind of paying attention to. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, a tradition. God, this is yeah. getting me excited for the holidays. I'm, I know. Man. I'm, like, I'm really – I'm real happy shit. about the holidays coming up now. Hell, yeah. It's going to be a weird one, though. It is. And uh, call your parents – my yeah. my mom is really bummed out about about the holidays this year yeah. when it comes to not not having the kids around and stuff. And so like I I hope that we can FaceTime for a very extended period of time over Christmas or whether it's Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, Thanksgiving. There you go. But I think I think we gave them enough to work yeah, with. Yeah, I think yeah, I yeah. think if anything we got more excited for anything. I'll go ahead and say good episode. Great episode. Great. Did you guys episode. have fun? I, I got a I, Yeah, you, you not want my BQ? Let's, let's, dude, don't call it that. We're not doing BQ. All right, bonus question. Yeah, what's up, dude? All right. So uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but but Cabot, friend of the program, Cabot Lynx, we'll, yeah. be, we'll be there. Uh, they just introduced their new resort, which is, hasn't been built yet, but it'll be built in 2023. Uh, Cabot Revelstoke, Cabot uh-huh. Pacific, which is a golf course in the Vancouver Banff area uh, resort town. Um, my question to y'all is, is basically this resort is combining my favorite things on the planet, which is skiing, golf, and like fine fun mountain lodging in Ooh, one spot that sounds pretty dope it's incredible yeah it don't sound bad uh, and like on a on a river that is basically like anyway my question to you two is if you were to have like uh cabot dylan or cabot will where is your 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 self-designed resort 
and what are the amenities that are necessary? See, the problem with that situation is you got to go in one season or the other because skiing and golf don't overlap. So you can't knock them both out in one trip, right? Unless you live in Cali, bro. Which you get to do lots of driving, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I'm just saying about that, the place you just described. Yeah, it's, you can't do both, but you can. But, okay. Um, okay. Chateau Dillon, perhaps. is where. Where is it and what is at it? If you could design it. Oh, gosh. There's definitely some skiing. Okay. I absolutely love not just skiing, but everything about skiing and, and you what you do on the mountain and the bar and everything about skiing I absolutely love. So that's going to be a huge element of, of what I'm doing. My favorite yeah. place to go is a mountain. I love it. Um, I don't know. I do love golf, but you can't do them both on the same trip. You can't, dude. You have to, like, I would have thought you you set up, like, a coastal Charleston, like, golf resort. Now, that would be incredible, but I I got to have snow on a mountain. Okay. I have to. That's a big part of my my dream vacation. Okay. So you would you would start with That's the snow. tough, man. Maybe somewhere like oh, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't have know. You go Colorado. I like, mean, my my answer is pretty much just what they're doing. Like, that's what uh, that's my answer. Can we like, go overseas? Can we go to like Yo, you do whatever you Swiss want. Swiss Alps and shit. Yeah, yeah. Might do something like that. You set up shop wherever. The where we went to in Scotland, they had. Um, I mean, they had great places for hikes and stuff through, like, the highlands. Mm-hmm. And they also had, like, small ski areas there, too. Yeah. And you could – I think – I don't think they did – I don't know if they did man-made snow or not. But I did kind of like just having, like, all the lodgy feel and being able to drive and just see these, like, random little tiny ski areas. It was it was kind of cool. But I don't think there's anything there that, like, sets it apart from what, like, Cabot's doing. I, th- I still th- – I, I think golf and skiing is just, like, the perfect one-two punch. Yeah. I know. Also, like, Lake Como I, – I don't – I. This question is too hard. Okay, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. My answer is literally Cabot Revelstoke. Like it's just like okay. Yeah, that it sounds perfect. I just wish I could, you could do both in one trip. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So you either picking a golf trip or a ski trip. Or there's nothing mean, wrong with do, those. Obviously, you could, do, you could do beach if you want and really set it up. Like you, one option. I do love the beach, but it's 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 like third or fourth on my list of like vacation destinations. Sure. Okay. Good I don't deal. like sand. Me neither. <laughs> well, that was fun. Good question. Just a, a, an impossible one for yeah. me. Yeah, it's too. There's too much. It's there's too hard. Too, too many dope places around. Anyway, I had fun. You guys? I had fun as well. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, thank y'all for uh, for for helping out today. Appreciate it in oh. Sally's absence. Always. Call to the poll pen. I got you. The hotline number once more eight 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 three six two six two four five or write in the link in the Twitter bio at Mail and Podcast. We'll see you not next week but the week after. Goodbye.